Hello everybody and welcome once again to another episode of AO Pod, the American Latino Nostalgia Podcast. It's not the, I don't know why I said the, but anyways, welcome back. As always, I am your host Jensen and before we get started on today's topic, let me just say thank you to everyone that reached out about our previous episode about malls seems you guys have a lot to say about the malls and was asking me why didn't I talk about this or that so you know that may require a part two if you want a part two give me a hell yeah I mean let me know on our page a.l.pod on Instagram or email me at uh, latinostalgia at gmail.com muy bien moving on on today's episode we're going to talk about clowns also i'm trying to stay on focus but it's really really hard because beyonce's new song is stuck in my head and it's been stuck in my head for the past i don't know one and a half hours the texas hold'em song this ain't text like oh my gosh like i'm trying to stay on task but it just keeps playing in my head so hey i have a question for you do you believe in magic? And if you don't know what that's about, today we're going to be talking about McDonald's. But not just McDonald's, but what I like to call old McDonald's. Like the McDonald's of a couple years ago. Like the McDonald's of when I was young. The McDonald's that helped build the powerful corporation that it is today. I think was built in the 80s and 90s primarily. Not only was it built on the 80s and 90s, but it was built on the backs of children. <laughs> let, let me explain. So, I think McDonald's had a genius marketing campaign, which I'm not sure if they did it on purpose or everything just fell together uh, in time. But it was probably the most successful marketing campaign that I can think of right now. Um, and that is to market their product towards children but do it in a way that maintained longevity and was fun for the kids let me break it down a little bit Mira. so the way I see it is you build A so you can get to B and so A I think would be visuals the visuals were crucial to McDonald's marketing in the 80s and 90s and particularly to kids now the difference well I'll explain the difference in a bit but for kids the visuals if you think of McDonald's of the 80s and 90s and where else would kids get their McDonald's information other than when your dad was driving driving you to go get car parts or going to El Toro Bravo like where would kids get their McDonald's television television and so what McDonald's did is it managed to become almost synonymous with Saturday morning cartoons and Saturday mornings and we all know we all know what a great time Saturday morning cartoons were back in their heyday and McDonald's McDonald's commercials and vis-a-vis McDonald's became almost synonymous with it because the genius marketing is they knew that most kids were going to be watching all the cartoons on Saturday mornings right because you got to remember at that time a lot of us didn't have cable 
and a lot of us knew that the best cartoons were on Saturday mornings and so we would get up early and watch all the cartoons different channels right ABC CBS NBC Fox and so when McDonald's is they put their commercials in every one of those stations and they marketed their stuff to kids and so then that's how we would find out oh this week McDonald's has Power Ranger toys or they have I don't know uh, Mickey Mouse toys or Pepito toys whatever that's how we would get our information Saturday mornings a and B after school after school programming in the 80s and 90s was also a big hit with kids because all the kids would come home from school and watch cartoons back when there were cartoons on regular TV I miss those days anyway uh, yeah so McDonald's would play really cool commercials and visually these commercials would be like an explosion of color like if you think back to any McDonald's commercial made for kids in the 80s and 90s it's like rainbow bright threw up and it's colors everywhere because what do you have you have a group of set characters living in McDonald land which was a land full of color the grass and the sky and the the red and everything was so colorful to grab the kids attention right even the characters themselves you got Ronald McDonald with his big red hair and yellow outfit one of the few clowns that isn't scary to me you got grimace a big purple blob thing like what is what is grimace we I mean nobody knows we don't know how we can kill it we don't know what it is it's a big purple thing right so we got colors we got patterns the Hamburglar black and white pattern with like red hair for some reason and a dumb hat that the girls wear to Coachella nowadays okay we got birdie a yellow bird with trenzas what do you call it with braids and they all live in this McDonald land, right? So it's not just them. It's like little minor characters too. The Fry Kids. You remember the Fry Kids? They're like little pom-poms that are alive. And I don't know whether they're called Fry... Are they supposed to be made out of fries? Because they're different colors. But they look like walking pom-poms with eyes. Anyways, those were all different colors. And throughout the years, there was other characters that were added for different promotions or different periods of time. You remember the little chicken McNuggets? The little puppet chicken McNuggets? I mean, I remember them most from the Halloween commercial that we talked about here a couple episodes back. <laughs> Side note, how come nobody ever wanted to eat them? Because they were food and they're like, oh, here, we got you these sauces that you can jump into and dip yourselves in. But nobody ever wanted to eat them? Like, it's a whole like Pee Wee Herman thing. On Pee-wee's Playhouse when he would open the fridge and the, the food was like alive. And I remember watching it and really wanting him to pick up that apple and eat it. And the apple would be like, no, don't eat me, don't eat me. And the evil person inside of me would be like, no, eat it. I want to see the apple suffer. I want to see it break down and die. It's a little dark. But um, same with these chicken nuggets. They're very cute, but no one ever like, they just hinted at like, oh, look how delicious you are. And. And look at all these sauces that you can go in. But no one ever actually spoke about eating eating them. I, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know. They also had like little french fries and a little cheeseburger and drink that talk. But those... They didn't make a big deal about those guys being food as much as they did the little chicken McNuggets. Like, they had so many skits and like toys and no one ever like 
thought about eating one of them. Anyways, I, I digress. The point is, uh, these commercials, which were seeing, being seen by millions of kids, had these recurring characters. And the commercials would be like little self-contained movies or little shows. Because they would have a beginning, a middle, and an end, even if it was just full of puns and tacky jokes. Do you believe in magic? Uh, what you building, Ronald? It's a magic time machine. How does it work? Stand back. I'll show you. Woo! It's about four o'clock. Cool, huh? Yeah. But it didn't matter because that was a hook to get you to look at the TV, right? Oh, look at all these colors and like this clown and this thing, this bird thing. And then right after that, it was short. It was like short and sweet, right? And then right after that, boom, you get the toy. Oh, come to McDonald's now and get this Dick Tracy thing. Or come to McDonald's now and get this Alvin and the Chipmunks figure thing. McDonald's goes back to the future with a Happy Meal. Now you can get one of four time-traveling toys, like Doc's Sparking DeLorean or Vern's Zooming Junkmobile. One with every Happy Meal you buy. There's no time like the present to go back to the future. So, visually, the food didn't matter in the kids' commercials. The food, You barely saw the food. You saw the colorful characters with the little story. You saw the toys right after that. You saw shots of the kids laughing and like <laughs> playing with everything. You barely saw the food because they got the kids to want to go there and get the newest toy. Other chains had toys and um, meals geared towards kids, but I think McDonald's was one of the first ones to actually have licensed characters. And so once those were successful, then other toys and their properties wanted to market, whether it be like a movie or a new line of toys, with McDonald's. From USA Today's junior movie critic, 10-year-old Danny Slasky. Please welcome Danny. It was very violent. It was a total attack against kids, the whole movie. It's just not for younger kids. Um, it was just so violent for kids. and. With all the McDonald's toys, it's making it sound like it is for kids, and it's not. And the McDonald's promotion is clearly aimed at kids. Buy a Happy Meal, get a bat toy, even if you're too young to actually see the movie. Not only would McDonald's have an audience of kids eagerly wanting to see the new toy, but then they had eager partners that wanted to promote their own stuff with McDonald's because they knew that the kids were going to go there anyway. So whenever it's time for a new movie, hey, guess what? There's a new Encanto toys. Or whenever it was, it was time for a new movie. Hey, guess what? There's a new Masks toys at McDonald's. And so you would get the commercial with the McDonaldland characters. And then, okay, here's the new thing that we're doing at McDonald's this time. Sometimes it was toys. Sometimes it was jack-o'-lantern buckets. And it worked. I'm just remembering also... A, side note traumatic experience that I had which I talked about on one of the first episodes where I went to McDonald's because of course the marketing worked and that day there happened to be bird the birdie character was there and I don't remember if it was the same one that they used in the commercials but she looked similar enough anyway there was a bunch of kids around her and they were giving around they were giving away little toys I got a little grimace ring but in order to do that, <laughs> I had to like get near the bird, the birdie. But when I did, through the arms, I saw the 
the person inside because obviously that wasn't the real birdie at that McDonald's that one day because the real birdie was probably busy shooting commercials but it was a girl in a costume and like through the arms there were the holes were big enough to where I could see the the girl inside and it wasn't even like trying they weren't even trying to hide it like there was clearly it was just open space we were supposed to believe it was birdie anyway there had these like little toys like I said the grimace ring and I wanted one and the girl her handler the person that worked at McDonald's next to her for some reason was making all the kids give her kisses yeah so they're like okay if you want a toy you got to give birdie a kiss and I was about I don't know seven eight and I'm like this is weird I'm not doing that so I was like okay and I just pretended to get close and like blew her a kiss like and I got my toy but then I walked I walked away because that was really weird. I still think about that at least once a month. Visually, when you were driving down the freeway with your parents going to Mexico or going to Oxnard or whatever, you would drive down the freeway, you'd see the big golden arches, right? The big golden arches. And you're like, oh, McDonald's. Back in the day, McDonald's, McDonald's's, what's the plural of McDonald's buildings? McDonald's locations had a similar look. They had a similar look. All the McDonald's that I remember, excluding the ones that were inside malls or in other locations, the roof of them were a trapezoidal prism shape. Trapezoidal prism. It looked like a trapezoid, but like 3D. Do you remember? It was like a... Like the brown trapezoids all over with the white lines on them. It was very distinctive. It really, I thought it looked really cool. And that's how they were before. Before the redesign. So again, visually, they stood out. The golden arches and and the roof like that. In addition to having the latest toys and and movies in, the, in their Happy Meals, McDonald's also had add-on add -on things. Let's say you're a kid and... You're not really feeling the Hot Wheels. You know, when I feel like when McDonald's got lazy, they started doing the Hot Wheels, Cabbage Patch, Happy Meals. Like if you're a boy, you get a Hot Wheels. If you're a girl, you get like a little Barbie or Cabbage Patch doll thing. Let's say that you were feeling the Happy Meal. Sometimes McDonald's would have little extras. So like, hey, come to McDonald's where you can get this Adams Family VHS for only $10 when you buy blah 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 except that they didn't have it when I went and so I didn't get the Adams Family VHS so I didn't it didn't work but sometimes they had things like that sometimes they had uh, they had like the Muppet Babies little stuffed animals they had like a lot of times they had ornaments like hey come to McDonald's and for like $4.99 or $3.99 you can get these rescuers ornaments or these Flounder and Sebastian ornaments to hang on your quimistry. Buy a $5 book of McDonald's gift certificates and get a free plush ornament, either Flounder or Sebastian. I always knew I'd be famous. From the all-new Disney animated feature, The Little Mermaid, now in theaters everywhere. So come to McDonald's, hurry along, like a true fantasy. It's here then, it's McDonald's. Yeah, things like that to keep drawing you in or keep... Have the kids like, oh, mommy, go buy that. I want it. This would look so cool. And so, okay, so here we go again to McDonald's to get blah, blah, blah. For Halloween, they even had, well, obviously they had the McDonald's pails that drew us in every year. They keep drawing us in. But they also had like these booklets 
that you could buy to give as treats where they would have like coupons for like free ice cream or something if the machine wasn't broken things like that that just kept kids coming back for like different reasons and then i think that was like 80s and 90s and then more so in the 90s you started seeing the commercials expanding to attract more teenagers i remember watching saturday morning cartoons and there was a series of mcdonald's commercials that were trying really hard to attract urban youth there were these urban commercials with these kids playing these black kids playing basketball it was like in the they took place in like chicago or something somewhere urbany and for some reason the black kids were always playing basketball they, they weren't like the happy ah. these kids are like serious and it might have been during the um the 92 olympics with the dream team because i know that mcdonald's also had michael jordan as a spokesperson for a while but i don't remember if it was around the same time I'm not a McDonald's historian, but I do remember those commercials. And then I remember other commercials where they would have uh, older kids not enjoying Happy Meals, but going to McDonald's with their other friends and like having fun as teenagers or preteens. And sometimes they'd be silly. Sometimes they'd be just like, hey, look how fun it is to go with your friends to McDonald's. We started seeing more of that in the 90s. So you like him? Yeah. Like him, like him? Yeah, but I'm sure he thinks I'm a geek. She must think I'm a total nerd. Every time I see her, she just ignores me. <laughs> He's got this hair that kind of goes bloop. <laughs> so do you like her? She's okay, I guess. Yeah, you like her. When I'm around him, I just don't know what to say. Oh, look who's here. <gasps> Hi. <laughs> see, I told you she didn't like me. <laughs> Is he gone yet? <laughs> So I mentioned that there were times when movies or studios would try to promote their upcoming movies or things with a Happy Meal toy. Another trend we saw in McDonald's, particularly in the 90s, was was studios and movies trying to promote themselves to older kids or older fans. So like when you had like Batman Returns, it was like the Batman exclusive cups and Batman French fry holder thing. And it would be like the Batman meal that you could get. Which if you're a kid and you like Batman because it's Batman. You're like, oh, not only could you get the Happy Meal toy, but now you can ask your dad or you can get like the big boy meal and get like the glasses and the cool black french fry thing. If you always wanted to get your hands on Batman, drop into McDonald's. Batman Returns is on a dramatic series of 32-ounce collector cups with fine, crispy bat-disc lids straight from the movie. You can pick up a large drink in one of six superhero collector cups at a special price when you buy any extra value meal because what you want is what you get at McDonald's today. There was a lot of that. And another thing that we saw a lot of in the 90s was the Monopoly game. Everything's gone deluxe at McDonald's with the deluxe Monopoly game and the grown-up taste of the Arch Deluxe. Better chances of winning big instantly, too. I want a car! Even the prizes have gone deluxe. Win Celine Mustang Speedsters instantly. Apple Macintosh Performers instantly. And Citibank Gold Visa Shopping Sprees instantly. Game pieces are on the new Arch Deluxe and these McDonald's favorites. So win deluxe prizes instantly at McDonald's. Now you could attract A, people who like Monopoly, and B, people who have problems with gambling. Because every time you'd go to McDonald's, when you would buy certain things, not everything, 
certain things you would get little pieces that you could take off the packaging and sometimes you'd be able to win like oh you want an apple pie or you want uh, the small fries and if you didn't win anything you would collect the pieces to a, a little monopoly board and you would if you collect all the properties together you would get like you're supposed to get like a car or you're supposed to get like a trip somewhere or like money and we later found out that that didn't happen but they did that for a couple years there were so many monopoly promotions where you would go and the commercials had kids in them sometimes i guess it was more like a fa- they wanted to attract the whole family so the commercials had like the family playing with like the kids getting excited all these things we saw in commercials right again very visual visual things so i mentioned earlier we we build a to get to b so once you've established this base of like hey these kids really want to come here they want to eat the food or not as long as they come here and you know they go, they want the toy more than more than likely they want the toy you got a whole base of kids right you got little consumers that you've attracted once you've attracted them then McDonald's becomes a treat and i think that is what made McDonald's great back then that is not a political slogan um that is what that is something that made McDonald's cool that we don't have anymore is it was a treat you would be excited to go to McDonald's you would see the commercial and you would wake up your dad on a Saturday morning and like look I want to go there look this is a toy that they have we should go we should go and dad would be like yeah okay yeah whatever go back to sleep um but yes McDonald's was a treat back then and I don't think it's a treat anymore at least from what I've seen and the people that I've talked to it's more like uh oh I don't want to cook today or I don't know what else to eat so we're just gonna go to McDonald's you know it reminds me of the John Mulaney joke where they were driving with their dad and they saw the golden arches right because golden arches and the dad got off the exit and they're like yeah we're gonna go to McDonald's McDonald's and the dad pulls up and orders one black coffee for him and nothing for the kids and that's it and <laughs> the kids were disappointed because they thought they were gonna get a treat because McDonald's was a treat and they thought that they were gonna get something cool but they didn't that's something that um a lot of us can relate to where our parents sometimes would not even tell us right they'd be like we'd be out or something and then they'd like pull into the mcdonald's you're like oh we're gonna get mcdonald's when we actually did go to mcdonald's in the car in the drive-thru my dad used to always get me a happy meal but he would always order it the same way he'd always be like yeah let me get a happy meal and then and then every time it would be like that and I, and i liked it it was like a special thing it wasn't like a weekly thing it wasn't like a not even like a for some of us it wasn't like a monthly thing it was just like especially and even if even if before um you didn't feel like cooking or whatever it wasn't like a it wasn't like a go-to it was like a special treat you know interesting as much hispanics as there are and there were at that time i don't remember seeing mcdonald's commercials for kids in spanish um i guess they assumed that and correctly so that we would be watching English cartoons and English TV and getting enticed that way but yeah I don't remember seeing any Grimace and Ronald and uh, what's his name Hamburglar commercials there was a Ronald McDonald and 
he would come out on TV and Spanish TV and speak Spanish. And I'm like, what? That's not the regular one from the commercials, but, you know, close enough. And uh, he would speak Spanish. And I'm like, oh, you speak Spanish? In fact, I met Ronald McDonald once at another McDonald's thing that we went to and have a picture with him. He didn't speak Spanish, but still. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing that representation for Spanish. Not even Saulo Gigante. You know, and so flash forward to being an adult. And I mentioned that the marketing for adults is different than for kids, obviously, right? Because for adults, the commercials would always show the food. Like, it would be all about the food. Less so about the experience and who you're with and more so about the food. They would show, like, these perfect Big Macs and, and the steaming chicken McNuggets on the sauce and the drink and whatever. And you would make it look very, very good, right? Very enticing food. Which you didn't get with the kids commercials, but for the adults, it was all about, hey, come get this food. Look how fast and easy and used to be cheap and delicious it is. That was the difference. And so now what we're seeing is a little bit of this nostalgia, a little bit of this heyday thing coming back. You know, we had those Grimace milkshakes last year that uh, were big on TikTok and made people do horrible things as a joke. You know, we had the the resurgence of the Halloween pumpkin pails, which you talked about on this show also. They came back after, what, 20 plus years? All of us kids that were excited by those pumpkins before got even more excited when they were coming back. Not only that, but last year they came out with two new ones, which was like, what? Of course I'm there. And not too long ago, a couple months ago, they came out with the little Chicken McNugget figures toys that i spoke about earlier some new lines designed by some designed by new artists that were cool some people collected those and then um i was driving by mcdonald's about three weeks ago and i saw like a big you know how they have those those like ads on the windows like these sticker looking ads it was like the hamburglar like his arm of the hamburglar i'm like oh are we bringing these characters back? Are we, are, are we, is there something cool coming? Or are we just like kind of living off of their name and using them to sell more things? I mean, either way, it got my attention. Hey, it worked a little bit. It's a little different going to McDonald's now. Um, I don't play in the play place anymore, um, usually. And... The cool thing about McDonald's is their soda, their fountain drinks, their sodas, they never miss. It's always like perfect. You know, sometimes you go to like Popeyes or like other places and you'll get like a, yeah, let me get a Dr. Pepper and like the ratio of like the syrup and the soda is off and it just tastes weird or it's like too watery other places, Costco. Um, at McDonald's, they never miss. It's always like perfect and it always tastes so good. It tastes different. I thought I was the only one that thought so, but apparently there's a lot of people that think that McDonald's soda from the machine tastes way better than any other place. So I don't know what it is, but please keep it up. Unfortunately, though, now McDonald's have lost their really cool shape and they all look like just gray or very like boring square rectangular places. Instead of people, there's like robots now and like kiosks that you order your own thing. And they got like maybe one or two people at the register 
so you take the time to order from the big kiosk menu and then it says oh please see attendant and you gotta do it again so it's not the same I think it's lost a little bit of its McDonald's magic and can't imagine what it's like for a kid like you barely see any commercials anymore for McDonald's and they don't have the characters that you know or that we grew up with and then you get to McDonald's like this big boring gray thing with like TVs and robots is it less cool yes is it still delicious also yes now let's give credit where credit's due because McDonald's wasn't the only one with properties and like carrying toys towards children because Burger King was also came second place they would have uh, exclusive properties also and even took uh, the Disney property from McDonald's for a little bit during the, the 93 era and they also had commercials geared towards kids with recurring characters but they weren't the same you know the Burger King Kids Club was not the same as the McDonald's commercials that they that they did not that they should be the same but what I mean to say is that they weren't as impactful as uh, McDonald's commercials so th th they did try and I think Burger King was like second place I know Jack in the Box and Carl's Jr. also had exclusive properties. Jack in the Box had the Universal Monsters for, for some of their kids' meals, but I don't remember seeing a Jack in the Box commercial for kids, nor a Carl's Jr. commercial for kids. So, I mean, they, they kind of, they were all in the same arena, but McDonald's was clearly winning, maybe because they had more locations or more money for properties and whatever it is. McDonald's was like the the best the best there was which I think thanks to that marketing and the kids that they marketed to it, it turned very profitable and even more locations opened up and even worldwide I saw a Japanese Ronald McDonald's the other day so because of this because of this great marketing I think McDonald's is a powerhouse that it is today because you have to remember McDonald's did have kids commercials even back in the what 60s 70s with the terrifying looking Ronald McDonald played by Willard Scott if you like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade history you know who he is or the Today Show he was a original um, Ronald McDonald but he looked scary Ronald Ronald hey Ronald here I am kid hey isn't watching TV fun especially when you got delicious McDonald's hamburgers but the commercials are for kids but they did not have the color and the charisma and the recurring characters that developed in the 80s and 90s. So I think that was the difference and that was the game changer that made them the powerhouse that they are today. Ladies and gentlemen, this show was in no way sponsored by McDonald's. But thank you for listening and I appreciate you. And please, please, please feel free to leave comments or suggestions or whatever. On our Instagram page, a.l.pod. Email us at latinostalgia at gmail.com. And thank you for listening to this. Instead of going on TikTok and listening to this kid try to wow you with the fact that Michelle at Full House was played by two different kids. Anyway, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And now it's time for your random pop culture fact. Did you know? That the guy that does the singing voice for Simba as an adult was the lead singer of the band Toto. And the kid who did Simba's singing voice played Michael Jackson in 
The Jacksons and American Dream. And he played Marcus Henderson in Smart Guy. Now you know. Kids, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I'll see you next time. It was just so violent for kids.